Zero Dogs. Bears are back. More than a white out. More than a white out in trade. We got a few Jeffers rounder. Ryan pulls for president. Uh, we'll take, let's, can we take it back to the first day of Madness 2019? Um, Dave, that was the day that I had met you for the first time. I had ended up the first person there, and it very much felt like the scene from uh, Old School when uh, he, he knocked, there's a knock at the door and he says, I'm here for the gangbang. That's definitely the way it felt. Now, how long in that 10 to 15 minutes did, were you concerned that I was going to murder you? <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure about murdering, but, you know, deep-throating, you know, other things. Never mind. Never mind. When I find myself in times of trouble, zero doings comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, and it's free. And in my hour of darkness, there will be an ad played for me. But here comes a new segment. And it's free, and it's free, and it's free, and it's free, and it's free. Whispering words of nonsense, and it's free. Oh, what a time to debut season five of Zero Doinks. Thank you so much for being here with us. We love you. We have missed you. Oh, my God. The number one pick is gone and lots of things have returned in our hands ryan poles oh baby let him cook huh oh make me some beef stroganoff dj moore welcome to chicago holy shit can't wait to talk all about it plus the start of free agency rumors signings left and right things are so hot zero dogs thank you we love you take off your pants no big deal whispering words of nonsense and it's free Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zadikes! Oh my god, it is a new season. I think I just broke my larynx. Um, season five, baby. My name's Bill Doinks, if you've never heard from me before. And with me tonight is my partner in crime, incredibly handsome, wearing a winter hat tonight. His name's Dan Doinks. Dan, how are you, buddy? I'm so good. I've never been better. I've missed you. I've missed you greatly. Mm -hmm. Feels like it's been a long time since we did this. Last time was inside of your basement, which was, which is lovely. Thank I'm you. sure it's changed a lot since then. Uh, did you get the sex swing installed? It is uh, on delay. I think there are. Um, I think the boat was delayed because all of the seamen on the boat were have been riding it too much. Okay, I think is what's happening. <laughs> is uh, did you order from Wayfair? Are they still shipping children in their furniture? I hope so. And yes. Okay. So um, yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> That's all part of the issue. I hope that it arrives soon. (laughs) You're just hoping that your piece arrives. I think the Mm -hmm. children part, just for clarification, 
I don't want out that on to that happen. or what's, yeah, okay, okay. not All a right. big. Or you yeah. don't want to receive a child. What if it, what if you get like, let's say you get a package. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen's like, help me out. Uh, you know, we'll carry this inside. We'll we'll open it up. It's clearly a mistake. You yeah. get the box and you see it's uh it's actually the Pinocchio collection. <laughs> do you open it up? And I do. Do you, and beforehand? Do you decide? Whatever jumps out of this dresser, mm-hmm. we got to keep it and raise it as one of our own. Let me know your thoughts. So, uh, challenge accepted. I would be very <laughs> eager to open the box, but I, you know, I've made some promises in life that I have not been able to keep. That would be mm-hmm. one of them if something popped out that was a bit creepy and I didn't want it around my house. Um, I might, I might after Kristen Doinks goes to sleep, like let it out the front door and just okay. lock up. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's I'm not fair. saying like a human, I wouldn't do that to a human or an animal. This would have to be like, a like just some sort of alien being of some sort, I think. Well, okay. It's, it's Pinocchio. Um, what's your first, question that you asked Pinocchio he's like hey I'm here mm-hmm. this is, obviously this is weird let let the let the questions rip what's your first one I would say my friend Dan wonders if you have a penis under your trousers <laughs> that's the first question I would ask I I before I made any introductions that's that's how I'd start <laughs> off the conversation What's the deal with Geppetto? See, I would I would try to back into it. Just be like, what's the deal with Geppetto? What was he carving? Uh, do you know that you were carved from Geppetto? Where do you stand on that? What's and what what kind of piping you're working with? Right, I think is is the appropriate thing. So, I think so. Um, okay, I'm glad we I'm glad we squared that away. It's very important. Very important stuff. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Zero Doinks, welcome. <laughs> we are excited to have you. Um, you would have found us with our new logo on whatever podcast streaming device you use. We look very similar to both of those new pieces of anime. I'd like to thank very sincerely Coach Cuse and Rick Fieldsman for for uh, helping to inspire. Um, I still don't understand how it was created fully. I don't I don't totally Any get it. it, but I like it. I think the one on the right, Dan, are you looking at it right now on our yeah. on beautiful uh-huh. stream yard here? That's gotta be you, right? With the, just the luscious hair and the and the dark mustache and the white, beautiful white mane. That's that's you in probably ten years, I'm guessing. Maybe five. Maybe five years. Well, uh. I mean, that guy, he looks a lot better than me. I would love to have a full head of hair like that, no matter what color it is. Uh, yeah, if you if you told me you get inside Geppetto's box here and you come out that guy, mm-hmm. no other questions asked. I'm doing it all day, every day, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a great, yeah, thank you, Coach Cuse and Rick Fieldsman for spending a good portion of your work day uh, creating these AI images of uh, nonsense but i love yes. it it's so good uh 
I guess if you're on the right, I'm on the left. And if that's my future, I might as well just take up smoking because I look like a cigarette right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you do. Wet, wet cigarette. And you're wearing an arm guard of some sort. Am mm -hmm. I seeing that right? What's what's going on there? I'm guessing it's one of those that you like you catch like vultures or falcons. On. Oh, like, you're a falconer. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. love it. That's what I. Oh, that was for. Oh, that was for archery. Don't archery people wear that shit? One, in the, one, no matter what it is, it's badass. So good work. Well, one thing I know for sure is that logo hits the bullseye. Yeah, twenty points. <laughs> is it twenty or thirty? Maybe neither. Fifty. Oh, we talk about ski ball. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think there's two. I think there's two eggs also, like th that are hiding in wicker baskets behind us in the logo, which is very, very apropos. So that AI, that's creepy that the that's AI creepy. knew us that well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's for all the I, I ladies can't. out there that listen yeah. to us. Oh, estrogen and eggs. Hubba, hubba. Ba, 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 ba. Well, Dan, I think <laughs> now that we're seven minutes into the intro and after however long the first intro was with lots of musical ditties um i think it's probably time to talk turkey to talk bears there's been a lot going on since last friday it's monday night as we sit here let's get into it around the bend zero dogs get your eggs inside of my basket oh Gibetto. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, Bear Town. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> boing, 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 boing. <laughs> Thank you so much again for joining us. If it's your first time, welcome. We apologize if you've been here before. Thank you. And you're welcome. And we love you. And you're also welcome for the new logo that we were talking about before. You might be surprised. We've aged a bit, yet we're still super handsome. At least Dan is. Let's talk about the Bears. Friday Ready. morning, the Bears own the number one draft pick in all of the land by the evening that was not the case things got super red hot dj moore a future first rounder future second rounder so many things and the number nine pick dan i think you were a little late to your phone with the news when you saw the notifications what happened to you and your <laughs> pants uh geppetto was involved i yeah. was in the car driving to Madison, Wisconsin, believe it or not, God's country. Mm -hmm. uh, I was there for, 
for a little bit of a dance competition. Yeah. My daughter was, she's in a hip hop group and she was dancing. They got third place. No big deal. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. We could talk about that for a while. You've, dance competitions are insane places. They go all day. Oh boy. Uh, you have to watch pretty much 70 plus dance, uh, dance routines. Oof. A lot of weird outfits, a lot of white trash. It's interesting. I'll just say that. So okay. uh, this is a Bears podcast, though. So I was in the car, was getting a lot of text messages like, ooh, what do you think? What do you think? I was like, what, why are people te- Why are people asking me that? I don't know. I don't, I'm thinking about everything. I'm thinking about everything, mostly about driving. Um. So once once we got to Madison, I, I pulled it up. I, That's the first thing I did. I didn't even get out of the car. I pulled it up to see all the details. My first thought, my first, my initial thought was kind of exactly what we had been talking about is no matter what it's going to be, you're going to be underwhelmed. Um, so just instant reaction. I was like, oof, that did not seem like we got enough for it. And I kind of just didn't really think about the DJ Moore aspect of it. Like, I, I love the guy. He's fantastic. But I was like, oh, we got to get at least like a few more second round picks or another first round pick. And I, of course, as we've always, I was saying uh, for a while, was not excited to be in like the not that like six to 10 range picking in the first round. But, you know, DJ Moore is the one who sort of was the slam dunk for it as, as you, you start to sink into it a bit. And uh, I, I love it. I just, that's it. I think, I think it was great for the Bears. I don't love picking ninth. Um, I guess we could talk a little bit about who we want to see in that spot. Don't love that, but you know, getting DJ Moore, if he was in, we talk about this all the time. If he was in this draft, would he be a first round pick? Probably. Right. I mean, Oh yeah. What, knowing what we know, he's a, he's a known commodity at this point. Um, I thought it was a great deal. Good job. Ryan Poles. A plus. A plus from Dan Doinks. And he he has a very high bar if he catch my drift. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I agree. I um, that's funny because I was guarding myself when I when I I think the first tweet that came out was from Ian Rappaport, if I'm not mistaken. Like Bears have traded the pick to Carolina for a haul, and so there was like about a minute to kind of remind myself of all right whatever a haul is just remember you're going to be disappointed because of all the mock <laughs> yeah. drafts out there right yep. uh, yeah so when when the news came in i think from Schefter, shefty i hate i hate when he's called shefty it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> um i was i was yeah i was looking for like another first rounder and kind of forgetting about dj Moore. also i'm like God, where is that we only got one additional first rounder it's like oh wait I'm sure that was the deal. I'm sure polls basically said more instead of a first rounder. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think no doubt he would be, he would be a uh, first round wide receiver in this draft for sure. For sure. I mean, the dude's got over 5,000 yards receiving already in his career. He's young. Uh, Love his contract. I assumed it was going to be a contract year for him. Like that was shocking that he's got three years left and it's, it's very cap friendly. Yep. Uh, hubba hubba. There is like, I, how could you have anything negative to say about it? Honestly, I think. Well, 
the report I heard today on the radio was is supposedly that the Panthers initially refused to give give up DJ Moore, and the Bears just said fine. They wanted to give another first round pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it would have been three straight years of the Panthers' first round picks. And kudos to the Bears for being like, no, like we don't have to do that. We're not going to do that. Give us DJ Moore, and the Panthers broke, and they said, all right, like we'll swap one of those first round picks um, two years from now for for dj moore so that was that was huge yeah i think i think what's jumped what initially going back to my initial feelings that seeing that the other pick we got this year was number 61 it's like mm-hmm. how is that pick so bad how was they are they that far back um but you know it's 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 awesome i mean i think and and it's it's hard to we're we're in the weeds we're very biased bears wise so you know it felt like even amongst bears fans it felt like it was unanimous like hell yeah that, like that was that was a huge deal and then nationally picked up they're like oh the panthers got fleeced i was i was yes. really surprised i i didn't know which way the national media would would swing on that one they're like oof panthers gave up a lot so i think it was a i think it was a good deal for both sides honestly i mean the panthers are gonna suck for a while which is makes our pick next year even better so, uh, good job, Bears. <laughs> We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, it is. It is polls season officially uh, starting last Friday. That, yeah, it, absolutely unbelievable. The, um, yeah, let's talk about the pick for for a second since you mentioned it. Yeah, next year's number one. I think that that alone makes it probably worth it almost right it's like it's their skill position players suck like they've got nothing and they're gonna have a rookie quarterback i don't care who it is like it's odds of them winning a lot of games with a rookie quarterback even if they had better skill position players wasn't going to be that high right right they they're gonna be trash the only thing in their corner is their horrible division like where they can potentially sneak out a couple of uh, cheap w's but it is not off the table that that is the number one pick in 2024 it's not off the table it's which is just so awesome and my favorite not my favorite thing of the of about the trade but uh just the nugget that we we host the panthers next year so that's gonna be super fun to try to whoop their ass and help us in two ways baby it's awesome, and I I love everyone revisiting now the, you know, Lovey Smith pulling out that win in the last week, and Davis Mills as touchdown two point conversion, and just how much that fucked the Texans over, and like this trade is a huge loss for them. The Colts are in absolute no man's land now, mm-hmm. and you know who's <laughs> what? what are, I don't know. It's the. We're in the season two where the the QB prospects are getting hyped up way too much, um, but it's it's great. We took away we took away one of the one of the best players on the Panthers just yeah. to make them worse, just to get their pick next year. So, yeah. but but if like I said, if I'm the Panthers, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate this. Like you you make a strong move, you're dealing with a. The, I think he is isn't Tepper the richest owner in the league. Like I don't think he cares. Like just who cares? Like I'm gonna he's gonna be there just spending money for probably the rest of his life. So he's like I don't fucking care. This is 
DJ Moore. I don't give a shit. Just get rid of him. Let's get a let's get a guy in here who's gonna make me some money. Yeah, and who's gonna we're gonna build for the future. So it's perfect timing. Yeah, new new coach, so no pressure on Frank Reich next year. So you know who really gives a fuck and and they needed to go quarterback hunting when you look at the five. Do you see the five starting quarterbacks? For the first five years of DJ Moore's career, do you see oh. who they are? Well, let's, it's, what, do you have it in front of you? I do. I have it in front of me. Let's see if you can guess. Uh, so this past year, 2022, who was the week one quarterback for the Panthers? Do you remember? It wasn't Darnold. Was Darnold hurt? I feel like it wasn't Sam Darnold. Correct. It's Baker Mayfield. Baker. Oh, gosh, shit. Baker. Okay. Sam so- Darnold. Yep, 2021 was Sam Darnold. 2020, do you remember who the starting quarterback of the Panthers was? Here's spoiler alert. These are all different quarterbacks every year of yeah. DJ Moore's career. 2020, uh, Jake DeLome. Um, that great, wasn't a serious Great answer. call. Great call. <laughs> Teddy know. Bridgewater. That's because oh. they signed Teddy to do oh, the yeah, yeah. pretty decent-sized were... deal, right? Yep. Uh, 2019, I'll just tell you, there's no fucking way you're going to guess this. It is, and no offense to you, offense to Not this taken. guy. Kyle Allen, that was their week one starter in 2019, because I think Ron Rivera loved him. He's Ooh. former uh, or something like okay. that. Uh, and then 18 was uh, DJ Moore's rookie year, Cam Newton. His the corpse. end of Cam. Cam. The, yeah. The end of Cam. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So it, he put up, he's put up 5,500 yards receiving with that group. And going into last year, I saw a stat today that he was the only um, wide receiver over the last three years that had at least 1,200 um, total yards, um, however you want to call it, uh, of any receiver in the league. So wow. 1,200, you know, including rushing and receiving. So it's like this dude, this dude's been doing it with a bunch of bums. And Justin Fields is better than those five, yeah, I think we I can think, say. I think you're right. And, I, and am I... Did I hear correctly on the radio today that he's now if you if those were all Bears receiving yardage that he'd be the Bears all-time leading receiver? Is that right? Yes. By like so. 400 yards already. Yes. <laughs> Johnny is Morris so... is the career oh. Bears wide receiving still. Johnny so, Morris. So sad. So it's sad. So sad. So yeah, so I think from a Bears perspective like you said where it was almost unanimous across the board where bears fans just by seeing dj moore's name like great trade we got a fucking wide receiver and he's if he's not like a certified 1a receiver he's as close as you can get to not being that and i don't think he's still young and he hasn't hit his potential and he's had a bunch of shit throwing being thrown his way so i i love it there's no downside to dj moore none yeah the contract is very favorable to the bears i'm sure he's I, I would think that players would would like the idea of playing with with Fields, right? I, I think. Yeah, I, I saw a few jokes popping off today about, you know, DJ Moore's out running a route, and then Fields just takes off running. But that's not the plan long term. I mean, I would think that his his ability to escape gives receivers more time to get open. Uh, will be. I wonder what Chase Claypool thinks of this. I mean, I, he's such a kind of a sour little bitch if he's – I'm sure he's a little butthurt about about them taking a guy who's better than him. If he Hopefully Chase Claypool knows that. Um, it'll be interesting. Maybe, you know, I, I kudos to the Bears for not sitting there and be like, well, let's just see what happens with Claypool. Like, far, far. Like, 
that could have been a that could have been a bad move. We got to get we got to get way more talent here at that position. So hopefully this lights a fire under his ass. And Mooney's a three now. Are we just slot? He's just a which I'll take that. I'll take yeah. it. So yeah. yeah, hopefully they can all play their natural position there at at wideout. Claypool celebrated it right away on Twitter and, and Twitter never lies. So I'm sure that was, never. you know, we can, we can count on that being his, his genuine <laughs> reaction to the trade. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's his contract year, baby. We'll see what he does. So, um, mentioned, got the number nine pick and got the number 61 pick courtesy of the Panthers. Yeah. Now we got to go back in our brain and try to figure out who we want Dan, I think he did a little research today to try to put it in some proper historical context. Is that yeah, accurate? Yeah, yeah. So I was just just curious in my mind. I was like, who who lately has been taken at number nine? And then of course, like totally irrelevant, who's been taken it in the sixty first spot in the last few drafts? So uh, I went to back to twenty ten. I don't want to go back like a thousand years. Obviously, the NFL's been around for a thousand years. No big deal, but. Starting in 2010, let me just rattle through who who was taken in the number nine spot. Uh, 2010, the Bills took C.J. Spiller. I felt like he was a decent running back, but uh, looking at his career, he was somewhat disappointing. Last played for Kansas City in 2017. He's actually the Clemson running back coach now. Already out of the league, been out for a while. 2011 was offensive tackle Tyron Smith. Awesome lineman for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Uh, four-time all-pro eight-time pro bowler like he's he's a real deal 2012 was luke keekley uh panthers nice. yep retired early but was awesome all pro mm-hmm. every year he played i was shocked to see that but yeah he was awesome 2013 is d milner remember him from alabama oh, yeah. the jets drafted him uh he has been out of the league since 2016 but bust can't do that. Don't do that, Bears. Don't get a guy who's bust. <laughs> 2014, Anthony Barr, linebacker. The Vikings took him. He's been decent now with the Cowboys. 2015, Eric Flowers, uh, offensive tackle out of Miami. The Giants drafted him. Mm. He la- he bounced around quite a bit. Last played for Washington in 2021. You think of these so far? They seem like sort of soft. It's just this is the this is the area where you're debating like. Do we take need or we take the best guy on the board? Yeah, right. And that's the that's hard. That's hard to do. So um 2016 was Leonard Floyd. Okay. Last time we did this. 2017 was John Ross. I think that was the guy who was wide receiver yeah, for the Bengals Washington, who ran right? like he ran like a fast 40 and then he just shot up the board for no yep. reason. He's he's currently on Kansas City's practice squad. He has 11 career touchdowns, so I was, I was a little surprised to see that. Uh, 2018 was Mike McGlinchey. He was oh. a target for the Bears. Um, just signed with the Broncos, correct? Bingo. Bingo. You nailed it. He was taken right after Roquan that year. So okay. we could have had McGlinchey with Roquan. We'll get, to, we'll get to the free agent picks, but there was a lot of Roquan talk today as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, Ed Oliver, defensive tackle for the Bills. Not a bad player. Yeah, 14 and a half sacks in his career. 2020 is C.J. Henderson. Uh, he's defensive back. The Jags drafted him. He's currently with the Panthers. Okay. I'm not familiar with him. Do you know him? Just no. the name. Yeah. 
2021 was Patrick Sertain, defensive back. Awesome. Beautiful. All pro. Yep. And then 2020 is a guy named Charles Cross, offensive tackle for the Seahawks. Soft. Maybe he's great. Maybe he's horrible. He's, I have no idea. He started <laughs> every game. So, I okay. mean, right. that gave me a little hope. It's like, I mean, uh, yeah, who knows? Well, before we go to the number 61 pick, what, who do you want at number nine? What's your move? Well, yeah, I know. It's it's need or best player available, right? And it, is it determined based off of one year of free agency this year? Right? I don't know. Like, if if we don't get a tackle, does that make – does that mean – Pace and Cunningham are looking at Skaronsky or um, the dude from Ohio State. What is it? He's got a great name. Paris Johnson, I think. Yeah. That's a yeah. great name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, <laughs> or is there, and, and there's linemen around there too, right? There's, there's, there's going to be edge rushers. There's probably a defensive tackler too, right? So I would say one of those two positions it, prior to, Prior to free agency opening, I was probably more open to um, Smith and Jigba just to really pile it on in the wide receiver room. And I, you could still easily talk me into that, as well as, um, uh, of course, uh, you're not going to be surprised by this news, Devin Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. No, I would no. love to get Devin. But that's like, Isn't you that only one, do. Is, that's, What's not a, a need? that's like one of the only spots we don't have a need for right now, right? Yeah, it's only it's only if you only if your polls and you're not convinced Jalen Johnson's the guy, I guess, right? That that'd be the only reason, which would be disappointing since he's a recent high draft pick. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, they they played a ton of three corner. Uh yeah, there was a lot of Kindle Vildor last year, even before yeah, there were injuries. So I guess it's basically another starter, but that seems like more of a luxury than tackle or edge D line, that sort of thing. So I don't know. I mean, don't go running back. No, <laughs> I guess as much got... as Bajan Robinson might be really good. Um, I think the best news is it looks like there's four quarterbacks going before number nine. So you're going to get the fifth best positional player. Is yeah. it Carter? If Carter falls to nine, is that the guy? I mean, it's incredible value if that happens. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen, right? There's no way he's going to fall that far. I feel like if he does, then there's there's red flags everywhere, and the Bears are going to pass on him too. I can't see Virginia letting him in anywhere near her chapel if uh, people are passing on him. Yeah, I, what do you What are you yeah, thinking? The more you're if Carter, this through, if, if Carter's there, you take him for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think Skaronsky, uh, it makes me very nervous that they don't know if he's a tackle or a guard. That's that's, that's the it's thing. because of his arm length, right? Yeah, is that his what arm I'm understanding? Length, which okay. I don't historically is that a pro like I, I I wish I had easier resources to look back and say every prospect that they said has short arms, like did they like did was that an actual problem? I don't right. know. Like you're not you're not catching the ball. Like it seems like it's more like, what, what does that mean? Really? I mean, I guess it's length keeping guys away from your body, I guess is, is, but I guess, I, but if you're athletic know. and you get great feet, you're big, yeah. like, yeah. How much does it matter? I don't know. I don't know how much it matters. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad if they picked Skaronsky, but, um, they needed to, or the center for Minnesota, the best center in the country. We well, need think, one of those. I think but he's, he's going to go late. Second right? round, right? Yeah. Second potentially round. second I'll, round. 
So yeah. Hey, number sixty-one. If if he's still there, let's let's yeah. pick sixty-one. Let's take him. I um, I I don't know. I mean, taking that the wide receiver from Ohio State just would be chaotic, and I I would love it. I would love it. it. Would be, just just it would fill be that awesome. room. Yeah. Dude, we'd go from we'd go from just absolute. We'd be we were the worst wide receiver group in the league, and going yeah. from like maybe one of the sexiest groups with uh him and and DJ Moore. Um, I kind of want. I, I kind of want. Honestly, I, I think yeah. I think I'm talking myself into it. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. I feel like we need a tackle. Um, we need a tackle if we don't sign, you know, sign one of the big boys next couple, which didn't come off the board today, right? Like Orlando Brown's still hanging out there. Yeah, Brown um, and, and McGarry from Atlanta, they're both highly yeah. rated. They're both still out there. So I would, yeah, let's just get weird and just take take receivers. I mean, that's a lot of people brought up today. That's why, like, the Bengals are so good because they just sort of loaded that room with, with talent at the wide receiver position. Um, I'd love to see that. The running back would be the one, the one where I'd be like, knock it off. It would be stupid. Yeah, that that would be a luxury. That's that's like if that's the last guy you need to to win the title, right? That's, yeah, that's right, the move. Right. Yeah, I um I was listening to Parkins and Spiegel on the way home, and with uh with Tunsil on the market potentially from from the Texans, they were they were saying, all right, if if Houston calls you and they say we you know we think this is a match, but you've got to slide down to 12 we'll take nine and a couple picks exchange hands to make it even i don't i don't know how that works couple other picks what um i do it yeah three spots right down a few spots yeah yeah you you lock in your tackle maybe you get you get smith and jigba there yeah i i or the other tackle and then you got your bookends yeah i mean do you think they'll try to trade out of that Number nine spot. Just I don't think it's. Picks. I think in a case like that, like if it's if they, I think the luxury of so many quarterbacks going above even nine. I think if there's like seven or eight dudes they love that are not quarterbacks, I don't know, and they're all similarly rated. Unless Carter drops and you just can't say no to that. I, yeah, I think that's a decision you make on the fly with having obviously they don't do anything necessarily on the fly i'm sure they've got they've got a lot yeah. of there's a lot of prep it's not draft day with kevin costner <laughs> the texans but, have to the texans hate our guts right now there's no yeah, way they're gonna give it they're not I, the, they're so not crossed, giving us a break i know that's totally crossed my mind too like hopefully polls didn't burn any bridges with with how he handled that but it's not i was reading um albert breer's article today in in si about kind of like a punch by punch of how it all went down. And it sounds like Poles talked to Houston, but Houston was really noncommittal. So Poles moved on. So I don't know. Huh. I, all right. Yeah. All I mean, right. it's, so at least he gave him a shot apparently. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, I mean, what a great position. I know in a perfect world, you're at four instead of nine right. or wh- wherever, somewhere in between, but nine, still puts you in a pretty damn good spot like they're gonna get a really good player there if they stay there and i don't i know and i i think the good news is we just named like four or five guys we'd be pretty happy with yeah so that's a good spot to be that's a really after, good spot after spending a lot of time bitching about moving past four uh i was wrong this is this is a good spot to be this is a good spot to be let's uh 
let me just rattle off a few people who are taken in the 61st spot. So pretty irrelevant who, you know, whatever happens. Um, I 2012. Love I love that you did all this research. Yeah, yeah. It's, it really wasn't much. There's, there's a few bad ones. 2010 was a guy named Vlad Ducassi. Ducassi. He was Dead. an offensive guard, played for the Jets. J- 2011 was a guy named Jonas Mouton. He was a linebacker. He went to Michigan. He was drafted by the Chargers. He was out of the league in three years. He made one career tackle. Awesome. One. He was he was very injured a lot. Do you think uh, Do you think you could have if you were put out in an NFL field? Could you have gotten one career tackle if given yeah. given playing a few time? years? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just by accident, I'd get a few half. Yeah, no doubt. Sure. I I could squeeze one. Like I would be very mm-hmm. hurt immediately. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, I'm I'm pretty confident I could have gotten at least one. I agree. I agree. And, you and could. I know I how could it happen. You could. Mm-hmm. If you had me playing linebacker, I'm just standing there mm-hmm. and the running back like <laughs> pulls me over and I trip him right. on my way down. So yeah. I'm not saying I it would it would be an ugly hit. So um you think you could? No. God no. <laughs> no. No chance. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Have you seen the new logo, Dan? That guy's not <laughs> tackling anybody. You kidding me? No, I'm hubba, starting to hubba, think that, the... Oh, so <laughs> handsome. Old and handsome. Yes. Um. All right. 2012 was LaMichael James. You remember that dude? Out oh, of yeah. Oregon running back. Yeah. Love that he, guy. He was uh, he, his last season was in 2015. He had one career touchdown. He was absolutely irrelevant really? in the NFL. I was, I was surprised. I think we put a decent amount of cash on Oregon football during his prime. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For sure. Those uniforms yeah. are popping. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2013 was Eddie Lacy. Decent. More decent. than decent. I think he, he kicked our ass every time we played him. And he was I mean, he was out of the league in four years. He was rookie of the year in twenty thirteen. Then he gained like a thousand pounds. At least. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh twenty fourteen was Allen Robinson. Wow. I'd take another was... Allen Robinson. Yeah. In that spot. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh twenty eighteen was DJ Chark. So another decent wide receiver. Yeah, I have an irrational love for him, and I know he's yeah, a free agent. He's now, awesome. But... Yeah, and the rest of them were so so. Von Bell was in 2016. He's a defensive Good back player. for the Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, he's with the Bengals now. Um, yeah, and then Ali Ali Marpet. He played guard for the Bucks. He just retired mm-hmm. last year. I think kind of mm-hmm. unexpectedly retired. Yes, like maybe just before the season. So AIDS. It's yeah, so definitely some good, you know. That, that's a spot where you just take the best guy on the board, I think. Although we've done that in the past with DBs and uh, not taking Jalen Hurts a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. I think I'm over it. Um, you are. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we've got yeah. So we got 61, but we've got I think four picks in the top 64. If I did that math correctly, maybe not. Oh, you know that is correct. Yeah. So we've got awesome. 50, 53 from Baltimore, and we'll get to that when we talk about free agency in the next segment. Uh, and then, yeah, 61, and then our own, our own um, at 64, which is early third round. So that's, I mean. Not bad. Not we, bad. Yeah. We can, get, we can get some damn good players in the top 64. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that I would be trading, though, like, like I'm picturing Ryan Pace right now, just dying to trade all of those to move up like two spots. 
Um, I don't get a sense that Poles is that guy. I think he's holding on these picks to get some very young talent. Um, Let me paint you this picture. Let me paint you this draft day scenario. Will Anderson. He's available. Would he go five? I don't know. I guess it depends. Probably he should, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe maybe Seattle's in love with that Gonzalez guy from Oregon, the the fast as fuck cornerback. Yeah. Uh, like, does it start to get weird where where Poles looks at the you know the second and third rounders that he has in excess? I don't know. I mean. I would. I hate it in theory, right? Like we're finally yeah. we finally recouped all these draft picks. We're finally ready to build something. But you could easily talk <laughs> me into that. <laughs> well, you'd have to move up in front of Arizona. Arizona's taking them right at three. No, I think. Well, I think the assumption and is You're that they'll the, trade the, out of that spot for uh, somebody for a quarterback, quarterback. team, and the, the uh, quarterback well, will go one through four. I'm stunned you haven't done this already, Bill. I've already I've already chalked up Anderson as a total bust now that I know that we can't get him. <laughs> so uh, I don't think it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a difficult hurdle for me to get <laughs> to my mindset back. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. go back. Now that I know we can't get him, I was like, yeah, I never liked him anyway. Huge right. bust. He's right. going to be trash. He's going to be out of the league in a few years. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you could talk me into it for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'd prefer just to just to gobble up as much dudes uh, as many dudes. Uh, Ooh, that's not gonna sound weird. <laughs> gobble up as yeah. many dudes as you can. Mm. <laughs> I have a new mic. I don't know how that sounded. <laughs> sounded great. Very cheeky. I'm sure. Very cheeky. Um, okay, we're in a good spot. I think. Yeah to to build this puppy up i mean it's nine o'clock right now on monday we may have signed three more guys for all we know although i think our i think our whatsapp uh app would be absolutely slapping right now if that were the case yep 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 i'm 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 happy with where we're at bill it's been a very good handful of days including today including today great segue you are a podcast (laughs) professional Let's talk about today, day one of free agency, coming up next. Fuck you, Wayfair. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Time to talk free agency. Today was legal tampering. What what do we call it? What did we call it? Uh, I hate whatever it is. I, I hate it. Makes my skin crawl. But yes. today was the the first day of uh, negotiated because you can't sign yet, right? I think there's like a three day, four day period where, until you can officially sign. 
But the agreements come out. Schefter's on fire. I like to call him Shefty personally. I think it's just cute to call him Shefty. Hey, Shefty, you have so many phones. You have so many phones in your little tiny pockets, your trouser pockets. Hey, Shefty. Hey, it's me. I'm hearing things. I'm hearing things in the in the in Atlanta. Whoa, Atlanta. Whoa, it's me, Shefty. I have tiny hands. Whoa. I love it. I love it. That's how I get my news. Do you have a hey, Shefty, Shefty impression? Hey, Shefty. Ian Rappaport over here, buddy. Hi, how are you? I beat you to the news all the time, buddy. I got no, a greasy didn't. face. No, you didn't. No, yeah. you didn't. You have too I many bookcases. Too many bookcases. One of your cell phones. I, was, I stood on a stool on TV. No. And I did the gritty, and I blew up my knee. I'm, I'm, I'm gritty. I'm Adam mm. Schefter. I'm Ian Rappaport. My wife's ugly. She's got yellow teeth. Check her out on Twitter. I post pictures of her all the time. She doesn't even know my name. Hey, it's me, Woj. You guys talking basketball? <laughs> I like talking basketball right now. It's me, Woj. Oh, Woj bomb. I just did a Woj bomb in my bathroom. Where's Brad Biggs? Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs incorrectly linking the Bears to Mike McGlinchey today, uh, as noted by at zero doinks. I don't know that guy who would have had a smarmy comment about it. What happened with the Bears in free agency today, Dan? Do you were you paying attention at all? Mm-mm, I think we signed uh, Mike McGlinchey because I get my news from Brad Biggs. Did did Biggs? Uh, I'm block. He blocks me on Twitter. So mm-hmm. did he? Give us a recap of that. Uh, I'm curious. Did he say it's a slam dunk? He like, last night he tried to put it out. I like. I think he hedged it. Of course, like like Mike Mulligan would in the morning. But oh, yeah. he was pretty much saying, when this news breaks tomorrow, you know, rub my hot dog three times, <laughs> and I'll tell you the next pick. I'm a genie. I'm Brad Biggs. Fart. Can I? Can I have a total? Uh, can we just pivot just for one second? Yes. Did you happen to watch the Oscars last night? Mm-mm. They no. sang a song from the movie that won all the Oscars. Everywhere, anything, all the time. Dot com. Yeah. I don't, whatever that movie is. <laughs> I don't watch movies anymore. I watch kids movies. Um, porn. David. That's what you watch. <laughs> not, not kids porn. Porn. No, you no, watch thank porn. you. Thank you. We were tiptoeing around a lot of weird stuff tonight <laughs> yeah, in that were. arena. The David Byrne, the singer, he sang mm-hmm. the song and he like had his hands behind his back for okay. like the first part. And he raised his hands and he had like super long fingers and they looked awesome. like giant hot dogs. So oh, there's been man. a lot of hot dog finger talk in my house oh, uh, today and yesterday. But if you got to look it up and, and I love I think it was in the movie. I can't it believe had, I missed it. Damn it. It had something to do with the movie. It was a super weird song. Okay. He's just a weird dude in general. But yep, it's great. yeah, check it out. Hot dog fingers. I, I did. There was a moment I thought about Brad Biggs, and not, <laughs> I forgot just until you brought up uh, the hot dogs. But he would be honored. Brad he would Biggs. be honored. Mm-hmm. Who did we sign today, Bill? I, I'm going to screw up the names because they're already too close to each other. Yeah, there are a lot of. Yeah, very common names and very confusing names. One has a brother in the league. It's very confusing. Um, the first signing, if I recall correctly, was middle linebacker T.J. Edwards out of the University of Wisconsin. Sorry, Dan. Uh, former Philadelphia Eagle, undrafted free agent, made good. He seems pretty awesome. Um, and then Bears fans got super impatient because two hours went by. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bears fans were yeah, super totally. annoying on Twitter today. Uh, and then um, former Tennessee Titan guard Nate Davis was signed, and I've watched a lot of his tape, if you will, Dan, on uh, very brief Twitter highlights, and he looks great. He looks great. Uh, Derek Henry will be nothing without Nate Davis. I'm convinced yep. of it. We we're all and then uh, yeah, then the surprise of the day. Um, not to be confused with Roquan Smith in the same draft class, Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo, a, a young lad who, uh, yeah, like I said, we picked row like one or two spots above this guy uh, a few years back. That was a surprise, uh, but it's caused a lot of excitement around the city and a lot of second guessing on Twitter, I might say as well. Dan, I don't know if you've noticed any of that. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of praise again for the Bears. It seems like for for the for the signings, very active. Uh, there's definitely Ed- Edwards Edmonds is gonna confuse me for many oh, years yeah. to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I did ask when they when they signed um, Edwards, the Wisconsin <laughs> guy, the local <laughs> kid. I did text my buddy who's the Eagles fan, and I said, "What do you, tell me what you, what's good about TJ Edwards?" He said, "Eh, let's put it this way: I'm happy the Eagles didn't give him that much money." Okay. I, I don't think it was that bad of a contract. I'll just say that. No, he it said, seemed pretty inexpensive. Yeah. He said he's good in the run, awful in the passing passing game, okay. which I saw that a few times as well. But, um. Seemed like a reasonable contract. I think he was like top 10 in tackles in the league. So I think for that position, I think I'm not, I'm not concerned. Seems like good value. And then pairing him with Edmonds, I think between the two of them, their contracts were essentially what Roquan got right with the, with the Ravens. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about any of that. That seemed like the, that seems like we won that power struggle for sure. So Love love those two guys immediately. Yep. Get Eberflus's yeah. mitts on him, his big paws. Ooh. Yeah. Get him in the system. Uh, and that's we're on our way. We're on our way to filling filling some holes. Fill oh. some holes on the defense. So oh, God. I don't I think that's it could be troubling for all the Jack Sanborn uh, lovers out there. Uh, that they are not just saying that he's going to command the whole defense. <laughs> the, the Jack Sanborn love, like he, he was fine. He was just fine. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I definitely feel like Bears fans love him because he's white. Uh, yeah. If I could stop comparing him to Urlacher, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Do that. I see that every once in a while. He's not even close to Brian Urlacher. It's, yeah, exactly. And saying he's like the greatest linebacker, I, I agree. He was an he's an undrafted free agent. Awesome pickup for serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. He just happened to be a starter on maybe the worst stretch of Bears defense in the history of the franchise, over 100 mm-hmm. years old. So does he take some of the blame for that? I, I'd probably say so. Sure. So uh, I'm not shitting on Jack Sanborn. I'm just saying if you're the person who's beating that drum that he's going to be like an all-pro guy, I think the Bears just told you what they think of him So by signing these two guys. So um, love it. I love it. Yeah, it's... It is tremendous, and I think it sounds like there could be room for all three. Um, mm-hmm. I think the there's a Bills guy that I follow that anticipates Edmonds playing. Um, what the hell's the dude's name in Indiana, Indianapolis? That was so good. Sha- he changed his name to Shaq, whatever the fuck his oh, name yeah. is, right? To play that role. So where Edmonds may have been playing 
kind of out of position a little bit in Buffalo just because he had to. Um, sure. So he sees Eberflus seeing him as his, uh, I want to call him Shaq Larson. I don't think that's his name. I think that's right. Oh, it is? It? Okay. Larson? All right. It might be. Lawson or Lars Lawson. Maybe. One of those. No? One of those. Yeah. But that'd be sweet. Like he's. Obviously, Eberflus likes him long. He likes him so long. <laughs> That's what uh, that that was the difference with Roe, right? He he just he just saw like a trash can who was a really good player in Roquan, but it just didn't fit how he wanted to do it. And yep. we'll see. Maybe he was wrong. Maybe he was right. But doesn't matter at this point. And like you said, we got two guys for the price of one. Exactly. Really, three if you offer if you throw in Sanborn, he's making about yeah. three dollars. Exactly. Um, and then Nate Davis, uh, I find, I don't know much about him. He's going to, he's, we signed him to start, right? Yep. So like, oh, what yeah. does that mean? Start. So, so what does that mean for like Cody Whitehair for Tevin Jenkins? Um, I, I, Cody Whitehair, I feel like he's gotten bad. He's, he's not, yeah. he's not good and he's kick him out of here. You think he's done or is he, you know, people are speculating he's going to move to center. Um, uh, I think there is a an out in his contract. I don't remember. I'm not a huge research guy, but I remember. I yeah, it's, it's reasonable, like very minimal cap hit to just just get rid of him. Exactly. We can actually, yeah, we can get a little more cash, um, and that probably makes sense, right? You put you put uh, Nate Davis at one spot, you keep Jenkins at, at the other spot, or whatever. Just keep him as a guard. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully you draft one tackle and you sign another and then center. I don't know. I mean, you still got, um, that dude, uh, people have been drawing, um, not comparisons, but, but saying, trying to say that this dude could end up in Chicago. The, was it Isaac? I'm going to fuck up his name. Oh, big time. Samalo. 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 Thank you. Samalo. Yeah. Uh, since he's an Ian Cunningham he didn't guy, either, huh? I don't think so. And he can play, you can play any interior spot. It looked like he could even be center. He'd be comfortable there. So, I mean, I don't know how much he would cost you though, but I, if that means Lucas Patrick is like a, a swing interior guy next year, I'm totally fine with that. I don't, and I don't want to necessarily see that guy in my starting lineup no. next year. I'm, he, who knows? Like we never really got to see him play. Maybe he's fine, right. but um, no, but no. I, by all accounts, he stinks. <laughs> I think he's bad. <laughs> I think he's legit bad. Yeah, there's and no even, reason even, to be excited about him. Yeah. No, and even Packer fans, I feel like we're poking fun at us for getting mildly excited like this time oh. last year of signing him. So yes. I don't. I don't. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't believe in Tevin Jenkins still. I, that little. Uh, the doubt may still be lingering and if he's always banged up and I love the guy. I think he has a shitload of potential if he can yeah. stay healthy. So I'd hate to see them just completely punt on him, but um I mean they need they need they need a whole new offensive line. So Nate Davis, I guess, is is a good start. So Yeah, I think so. And I know McGlinchey I we were tied to him potentially and it was between us and the Broncos and the Broncos paid more than we were willing to offer him and i don't know if we'll regret that or not it seems like seems like people are pretty split on him and i think most of it is probably because of that screen cap of him being thrown in the air by the cowboys guy. Oh. <laughs> like i think that's like almost all that's based on honestly i thought he was older when you when you mentioned him in that 
Yeah. Uh, number nine recap, I was very surprised to hear that he was He's, drafted relatively recently. Yeah, the same year as Roquan, I believe, just just after Roquan. Um, so we'll we'll see. I don't yeah. know. I mean, there's still, we mentioned it last segment orlando brown's still out there i don't know if that makes sense or how much he's gonna cost probably a shit ton the dude from atlanta still out there who's a lesser version of i think he was lined up on on the athletic anyway like ranking wise him and mcglinchy were right there together so there's still dudes like you can find a right tackle i'm not worried about right tackle so much it's like no, left no tackle yeah. do we think you know if braxton jones is going to be the left tackle Again, I don't know. I think we'd be uncomfortable with that. If you kick him to right, it, which is easier said than done, you you laugh about it yeah. all the time. Like Everybody <laughs> thinks it's Madden where you can just change a left guard to a right guard and, and yep. switch the tackles around like it's no big deal. They can learn it in a, in a second. I don't know. Um, I'm rambling, but we obviously the point is we still need probably two more linemen at yep. least, right? Yeah, and I think we're definitely – gonna draft i think we're gonna draft a ton of them i think i think mm-hmm. i think that's um that's gonna be a polls move for sure he's gonna find another braxton jones and see what'll hit but i wouldn't mind paying uh, uh a ton for orlando brown that dude yeah. just seems like a beast he seems like he knows and I, I, with all these guys you can find if you get it if you're on twitter way too long they poke holes in absolutely everybody I mean, there's you could find people out there who are going to tell you that Patrick Mahomes is is trash. So like, <laughs> same with these guys who are and people who don't know like offensive line play. If you're reading like the PFF grading grades and shit, I mean, they would tell you Sam Mustafer was one of the best centers in the league. We all know that's not true. So you know, it's really unless you're really in the weeds and you're watching film and you know what what plays are being run and what's expected, what the schemes are. Um, it's really hard to uh, to figure out what's going on. I, you know, Orlando Brown's on a winner. He's on a he's on a winning team. He won a championship. I feel like he's been in the league for a while. He's he's somebody who can help guide that whole offensive line. So, um, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind that seeing them pay a lot for for him. So yeah, we can't anyway. be picky at this point as Bears fans. Like it's just anything's an upgrade and. He, by all accounts, is the best guy still on the board. That would be fantastic. Uh, other needs, right? We obviously need defensive linemen all over Big the place. Time. Yeah, we need right. Pass rushers. We need, you know, we still got that the dude from Denver still out there, um, who honestly I didn't know existed until <laughs> until free agency. I'll I'll just be completely yep. honest. <laughs> I, I never heard of Nate Davis until today, and and I'm very excited that yeah. he's a bear. So. Um, yeah, other other defensive dudes that are out there that I've heard of. <laughs> Delvin Tomlinson from the Vikings. He's pretty good. I think yep. he's a three technique. Um Frank Clark was released by the by the Chiefs. So he, he's a little older though, but again, Chiefs connection, yep. maybe that makes sense as a pass rusher. Marcus Davenport, who I think I feel like he's been in the league a hundred years, but he's like still only twenty six. <laughs> uh and then I think that's um, those are the those are just the dudes who jumped out to me. But I guess the point is, I'm sure there are guys even under that level that are probably pretty damn good football players, and, right? And we're gonna get some of them. So yeah, it, free agency is uh, not even 12 hours old. I think I think we as Bears fans can have a little patience. I will say, Phil in Indiana, breaking news: 
I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to say it because Phil, Phil just put it out there. This is not as exciting as Orlando Brown. And I don't think I've heard of this guy. Titans defensive end Demarcus Walker may have agreed uh, to a three-year deal with the Bears. Is that true? Phil, Phil did couch it by saying, I haven't seen anything that's 100% official. He sent this 15 minutes ago. Let's. Who is he? Dan, let's do a little research for you. You, you seem to be twiddling the interwebs right now. A, is that potentially true? And B, is he any good? The Sun Times is reporting it that he's signing okay. with the Bears. Okay. Also, the Music City Miracles, uh, Yahoo Sport. I mean, there seems to be a okay. lot of people uh, saying that this is true. Uh, Demarcus Walker. He went to Sandalwood High School. Does that help okay. you? Mm-hmm. Is he a Christian? He. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yes. I'm going to say absolutely. All right, so it looks like you started with the Broncos, played one year with the Texans, and was with the Titans last year. Um, had seven sacks last year. Okay. He would have led, led the Bears easily, led the Bears. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's 19 and a half over his career, which began in 2017. Where did he go to school um, besides high school? He, he went to Florida State. Okay. Florida State. Uh, okay. Okay. That can't, that can't be. Yeah, it's a good fill-in. It looked like a three-year deal. For, let me let me go back. Three-year deal. Twenty-one million. I think I saw. Sweet. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I okay. I guess Great. initial thoughts. All right. Fair enough. Great. Yeah, we need dudes. So. That's, yeah. Year uh... twenty-one million. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need we need dudes. We need dudes. We need I mean anyone that's you know that was his biggest year uh, sack wise. So seven mil a year is not too bad. So we'll we'll take it. So uh, right. thirty two. He had thirty two quarterback pressures last year as well. Looks like so. That's that's a all lot. right. All right. Okay. Good stuff. All right. We're, Phil in Indiana. Almost... Thank you for breaking those Thanks, breaking Phil. that news, buddy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love hey. it. Yeah, Poles Poles is doing well. Poles is he's holding his own right now. So um we'll see what tomorrow brings. Oh, tomorrow's gonna be a big day again, I'm sure. Yeah, this is great. This is great. This is what we wanted him to do. He is very active. Uh yet he seems to be being pretty smart at the same time. Like he has not completely blown his load on day one. That's uh right. That's that's probably very wise. Uh, the rest of the NFC North, however, I don't even know if they have a load to blow, Dan. <laughs> they seemed a bit a bit quiet today, um, unlike Geppetto when he stares at Pinocchio after hours. Any news from our friends in the North, whether they be in Minneapolis or Green Bay or just east of us in Detroit, Northeast, I should say, Um I don't recall really seeing much out of out of any of those squads. No, I think the Packers re-signed. Shit, who did they re-sign? The Packers fans seem pretty happy with it. someone signed a one-year deal. Teamer. Here, the special teamers guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, which was actually great trolling. I think for one of the Packers beat writers saying this is the news you've all been waiting for. It's and actually Rappaport. Like, Rappaport. Oh, was it Rappaport? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, it's fantastic. Good. Yep. It wasn't Shafty. Hey, it's me, yeah. Shafty. 
Yeah. Look at my tie to head. Look at my tie to head. It's a I told you, Tom Brady retired the year he didn't retire. He unretired. That was on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. It was me, Shefty. It was me, AZ and Rappaport. My wife's still ugly. She's still not talking to me. Really? I'll let I'll let you be the judge. It's not very nice of me to say. But when he um I'm quoting Twitter people. I'm quoting when whenever he posts a picture of he and his wife, people are not nice. Oh man. Don't do that. I think it's more the the discoloration of her teeth. I think that people have a problem. I gotta look. Okay. That's the only reason I said it. I yeah, I love her. I, I thought you just I, I love her and think she's beautiful. Uh she can't be that bad, right? Oh, she seems all right. Yeah. I'm sure she's I think fine. people are just being mean. Well Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you seeing some where pictures, coming some from? Pictures aren't great. Okay. So we're fine. She's just mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, people. Maybe she's, Stop being mean. she's not photogenic, maybe, right? Yeah. I don't Maybe think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, so obviously the the rot where everyone's waiting for Rogers and what was it Trey Wingo today was reporting it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just do it already, man. Like this is this is so Rogers, right? Like he's he's needs he's such an attention whore. Um, I think Packers fans are just ready for him to be out of town. And the few that I've talked to recently are like please get this guy out of my life. I mean, he's just ruining his legacy with his weirdness and just a pompous asshole. So I'm just, is it going to happen? Do you, I I feel like he's doing this intentionally and he's just going to come back to the Packers and they're just going to have to eat shit and be like, okay, let's do it again. And he's probably going to be MVP again and choke in the playoffs. We're going to do this whole song and dance again. But I, I'm still worried that the Jets are going to somehow bail out the Packers somehow. The draft picks, or I don't know that they can with the contract. I know, I know. I don't know how it works, but I'm just worried that they're going to get bailed out somehow. Yeah, I think from from where we sit, the best case scenario is Rogers decides to retire after all this. That would just be hilarious because I yep. think I think he still would count against the Packers cap this year to some on some level that would be fantastic uh he's too arrogant to do that though probably right I I don't think he's totally ready for that but it's not off the table it would be great if he wanted to go back to Green Bay at this point and they're like no (laughs) which I which I think would kind of which would be I think an on the field mistake though I think that would be Uh, yeah, 2023 Rodgers versus 2023 Jordan Love. There's no way that Love's going to be uh, as good as what Rodgers is probably going to be. Right? right? I mean, I right. think we can agree with that. Even if Love's better than we think, he's not approaching Aaron Rodgers' level, even next year. So, I don't know. Yeah, I get, but there's no, I guess, from a Jets perspective, clearly there's not a market for Aaron Rodgers. Trade, right? right. Like, he, you're the only team outside of Green Bay that makes some level of sense. Raiders side Jimmy Garoppolo today. So Oof, why I, did they do that? Why? Oh, for <laughs> a lot of money. For a, a lot, lot of, money. of money. I know. So it's like I I just love the fact that he is he's fucking over two franchises right now. But I assume they both know what he's doing and we're all, you know, being dramatic. 
and maybe just either can't or won't announce it till the actual start of free agents which i don't know that doesn't make any sense though either like wednesday no, so waiting for wednesday that doesn't make sense so i don't i don't and i don't want to give him any benefit of any doubt ever so it just seems super weird that it is 9 30 on monday he could have decided since the super bowl till today what he's doing and we still don't know i would be losing my fucking mind if i was a packers fan i would be yeah. inconsolable I think they are. I, the, all this, the sense I get is they are very unhappy with them. And I think it's just the, it's so funny. This is the Brett Favre thing played out just almost exactly to a T, yeah. even to the point where he's going to get traded to the Jets is just fucking hilarious. I don't. He, what are they going to trade him? Like, honestly, what what is he worth if you have to take on? A huge contract, most like of it anyway. Like a second round pick, right? Second or third round. It can't be a first rounder, right? I don't. Would I wouldn't. Think. They don't have to. What? Why yeah. would? They, why would they? Right. Right. They're, they're if Packers at this point, they've got nothing, especially if they're committed to love. Which I can't blame them. At, I guess at this point, just from a from a drama standpoint, and at some point, you got to know if love can play or not, right? Right. So. Right. Yeah, I yeah. Talk I, I just I just love how uncomfortable it is. It's so great. It's so good. I love it. Would you would you want if Rodgers gets traded to the Jets, would you want the Jets to win a Super Bowl just to rub it in the Packers face? I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally <laughs> fine with it. Yeah, it's like he's such a jackass, but I don't think I'd really notice him that much. If I wasn't a Bears fan, like I wouldn't know what a douchebag he was to this degree. I think we just pay yeah. attention to it more because he whoops our ass twice a year. <laughs> and if if you, I mean, he's probably going to the Jets. He's or I think the second most likely thing is he's retiring. I think the third most likely thing is he's back in Green Bay. So I think we are hours from him being out of our fucking nightmares. Like. So, I, which please, is so great. I, I still don't believe it's happening. I know. Actually. I know. Uh, he's going I back know. to the Packers. I, I, I don't I believe just, it's happening. <sighs> I think he's doing this as like a rope a dope thing. Like he's gonna be like, oh, I was never planning on leaving. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be an asshole for another year. So. I think they've committed. They've. I think they've. You know, without having to publicly say it, it seems pretty obvious that they're done with him I, yeah. I don't know if matt lafleur is done with it matt lafleur would probably prefer him to jordan love hell yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah matt yeah. lafleur's like f almost flawless regular season record is because of aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. who knows if he's an actual good coach i mean yeah we'll find out find out we'll... soon and i am not i'm not afraid of jordan love i know i know some no. packers fans are just absolutely rubbing themselves raw because of a few snaps that he did well against Philadelphia in in reserve right right but he is he is barely played he started yeah. one game in three years and you have to commit to his fifth year this offseason you've got to make that decision right right <laughs> is he even if he's good is he gonna be better than Aaron fucking Rodgers no at, like in his prime no fucking way, right? There's no, way. no fucking way. I'm sorry. And if he so, is, I'm just going to die. 
<laughs> exactly. Like, there's no reason for me to go on anymore. If he, they get like another yeah. Hall of Fame, if we have like 16 years of Hall of Fame play again, I, I, I won't make it, Bill. Yeah, I won't make it. No, you will. You will. You look like with our new logo. You are. <laughs> you're already in Boca Raton. Clearly, <laughs> already just. I'm surprised there's not puka shells on on that guy. That is it's the biggest surprise. Way. They're very long puka shells tucked into God, that shirt. I love that. I love that shirt. I want that shirt actually. Are, are we in a bowling league? Is that what are those shirts? <laughs> and why am I wearing jorts too? We can't see below the I belt so. too much, but I'm pretty excited about it. I don't know. We kind of look have like orange just... shorts. Yeah. Or are they or pants. pants? Yeah. Either way, it kind of looks. It kind of looks like we just got in a mild disagreement and we're not currently speaking to each other. Which, if you've listened to any of these first four <laughs> seasons plus change, Dan and I rarely disagree, which is great, great <laughs> listening content. When great you're... content. Yeah, yeah. We just, that's... Just, just compliment each other on their takes and just go along <laughs> with it and then we go to bed. Which is exactly why we are still treading water as the 186 <laughs> most popular podcast in India for American football. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Holy shit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, though, just suck our balls and from make a decision already. <laughs> yeah. I haven't so heard much, from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. haven't heard from Dan Pompey, speaking of people that we usually tell to suck our balls. Is he okay? Somebody want to check on Dan Pompey? Oh, has he not written it? Yeah, you know what? I've cruised. I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. Pop- he's mm-hmm. on vacation, right? Like he's. Where do you think he vacations? Jerusalem. To see the Wailing Wall because he's very oh, okay. religious. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I wasn't making. I wasn't making an off-color okay. joke. Although right. I guess. Bye. That's fine. I guess maybe that could be determined as one, two, if you're very religious. And if you are, you're probably not listening to Zero Dogs. I'm pretty sure he's in uh, Ukraine right now trying to broker peace, if I had okay. to guess. And doing so uh, only speaking about the 85 Bears. It's like a lot of, they're like, they're like oh, who is Mike Ditka? Who to Mike Ditka? You keep talking about Mike Ditka. Who is that? Who the fuck is that? Matsui, who is that? Is he in your army? I don't even know what accent that is. It was good. Don't stop. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any more. Nah, okay. I don't have any more. That was weird. I could see him flying over there with like Wilbur Marshall. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> let's let's get this figured out. Uh, the band, like the Dan Hampton, uh, <laughs> Wilbur Marshall band. Michael's not in anymore. Poor guy. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. That is actually very sad. Very, very sad. Very sad. Yes. Uh, but fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You're at fault somehow for Dan Pompey not writing anymore. Well, we cannot wait for future signings that may happen before we're off the air because we're live on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we're definitely not. Um, can't wait, well, but there's also well, something I'm that we... Born up. <laughs> That's right. Oh, look at my tits. They're very misshapen. Um, something else we're looking forward to is March Madness and Dave Madness. Let's talk about that in the next segment, buddy. Go Bears! Sign somebody else before I get bored. Stop telling me about Willie Galt. Who's Willie Galt? A lot I will let you 
the light I will make weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much <laughs> big 10 minute a bunch of fat pale midwesterners just roaming around pasadena you love the illini and i have a life i bleed orange and blue gophers minus three is my pick i respect your love for the illini shove it shove it shove it row 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 shove 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 i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know This is one of my favorite moments from last season. You doing that voice, it killed me. Was that the? Was that when we switched to the the flipperoo episode? Where? Okay, all right. It felt good. It kills. I love Mm -hmm. saying. I love. And then I do find myself every now and then saying, "I bleed orange and blue," which I don't, unless it's Bears related, but Mm -hmm. uh, not as it pertains to the Illini, which is what you were talking about. That hurts. Uh, This is. Big Ten Minute, I yep. think, with this little bit of Dave Madness. Obviously, oh, yeah. NCAA tournament is upon us in just a few days. Uh, playing game actually Wednesday. That's that's right. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I got you, mm-hmm. uh, Bill. I'm going to be honest with you right now, mm-hmm. and this is very intentional. I have not looked at a bracket once. Okay, I almost looked today and thought I'm going to wait for zero dorks. Haven't looked. I, I know you're a line. I are playing Arkansas only because you've yep. been talking about it. Nonstop. Oh, no, I know some teams that play on Friday because it's a madness. Otherwise, I, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me about it, Bill. Where, where do you want to start? Well, I want to start because we're in the Big Ten minute. Let's talk a little Big Ten. Uh, starting with the Illini because <laughs> that's that is definitely the focus of the entire conference. They got a number nine seed. They are playing, as Dan said, number eight, Arkansas in Des Moines Thursday at 3.30. Yep, beautiful Des Moines. You going to go? Shout out Tim in Iowa. I am not. I probably could, uh, but I'd like to watch it from the comfort of my own home and just yell at the telly. telly. I um, will definitely not be working Thursday or Friday. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to being crunk, drunk, and a bit weird. It's going to be great. We'll get we'll get to Friday's weirdness soon. Um, Illinois, uh, they're slight dogs. I believe they opened as a two-and-a-half-point dog on FanDuel from what I saw on the Twitters. Um, it's fine. They're two very similar teams. They both, I'd say, underachieved uh, this year in terms of their seeding. They both, best players are probably from the transfer portal, and they're both extremely inconsistent. So... Perfect matchup. Illinois got what they deserved to be in that 8-9. They did. That's a perfect spot for them, quite honestly. Uh, winner plays the defending champion Kansas Jayhawks in Des Moines as well. Obviously, they're not going to move out in two days. So um, we'll see. I feel um, I feel okay. I feel okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to be good. super nervous Thursday. Um I hope they look good and they stop shooting so many threes. They led the Big Ten this year in three points attempted, and they were dead last in three <laughs> points, three point efficiency. I don't know if they were in th- three point made. Hopefully not in three points made, but they they fancy themselves like the Golden State Warriors, and they definitely are not. So <laughs> knock it off, knock it off, Illini. But 
excited that they're in there excited that they're dancing um any questions dan uh tell me again 3 30 on yes central Thursday standard or... time yeah that's i just want to be clear that's, central that's mm-hmm. a that's a good time i feel mm-hmm. like when the line i got bounced recently it was an early game i feel like a sleepy game both so. times both times, both times. Yeah. so mm-hmm. this is a good mm-hmm. good spot for them to be in i think timing wise des moines should have quite a few illini fans there i would think yep. or, or yep. Have Illini fans given up already? I, I don't feel like there's a, the same hype as there has been the last few years. So maybe they, will they travel? I know. I think I think they'll travel no matter what. I think um, I, I don't mean this to be rude to my fellow Illinois fans. I think we're a little we're acting a little spoiled sometimes. Um, I think um, we would have killed for this Illini program six years ago and now we have it so i'm not saying just lay down and accept it like we should have been better this year but at the same time um we're dancing baby we haven't been on the bubble in (laughs) in three or four years like we've been we've been for sure in and and we're still kind of frisky and dangerous potentially like it's it's not I'm okay if people are negative on us. Honestly, I'd rather be under the radar. We're healthy, finally, uh, assuming something horrible didn't happen in practice today. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I'm optimistic. I think they got nothing to lose. I think there's no pressure on them, and they've got they've got veterans in the right spot. I'm so glad they don't have to play in the fucking Big Ten anymore with that style of play because i don't think we play like a big 10 team i think we play better when it's wide open and get those fucking big 10 refs out of my life forever i hate them <laughs> so honestly i'm i'm not like jumping up and down um thinking that we're going to be in the final four or anything but i'm i'm not negative about the line i know a lot of line fans are though i think you're right but i do still think they'll travel bill self my is he dead uh I think he's back. He's supposed to be back. But that's weird. Like, they're kind of in a weird spot. Arkansas is in a weird spot, too. Like, Arkansas lost four out of the last five or something, and they're super talented. But there's no, like, and I think when I was talking about some Illinois fans strike me as a little bit spoiled. It's not just about necessarily Illinois. But it's like, look look around. There's There's not a lot of, like, unbelievable teams. Illinois is not that much worse than a lot of teams that are higher than that like it's i don't know there there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah and illinois is part of that right now this year yeah tournament so okay all right that's all um are you uh do you want to uh just congratulate me for the gophers winning a a one big 10 tournament game and the line i won zero yes yes i do i definitely want to congratulate you for that um I was hoping they were going to make a run. In fact, I think I put a little bit of cash on them in game two just because the juice was so worth the squeeze. <laughs> and I think they hung in there. I think they actually played pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know what the answer is for the Gophers. I don't – the coach might be fine or he might be terrible. Like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Yeah, one of their big recruits, I think, from next year, I think he just he – just... He bounced. He I don't know where he ended up. Do you? He's a real nerdy-looking um, guy. Real yeah. tall. Yeah, he's got, like, guy, rec he, specs, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was a big recruit. I mean, I don't blame him. Like, why would you go there? They're 
dog shit. He might have ended up at Louisville, who was terrible this year, but they're but it's Louisville. But I but it's Louisville. Yeah, it's Louisville. Yeah, they're not going to be terrible forever. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. I know. Right. I saw that, and I didn't even bother talking to you about it because no, I it's fine. Feel, I feel bad for go for shit. go for hoops. No, that's fine. fine. Uh, rest of rest of the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue's a one. Do you have any faith in without looking at the brackets? Do you have faith in Purdue this year? Yeah, they're winning it all. They're my click to pick. Is that true? Or are you being yeah. sarcastic? I don't know. I haven't done a bracket, but <laughs> I feel like there's a ton of value there. <laughs> there's a ton of value there. I think they're playing during well, Dave Madness. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, yeah, what are you going to say? Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. What region are they in? South? I don't Kansas has got to be the Midwest, right? Or is Purdue high? Or, <laughs> no. I think Houston got the Midwest. Uh, I don't know where Purdue ended up. It's a good question. I don't have a bracket in front of me either. Okay. That makes two of us. Good research, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that 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 big fella that Edie Eddie Edie right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fun to look at. I just yeah. want to say that he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, Purdue. Um. Nah, I don't know. You, you mentioned like the Big Ten style of play, and I don't. I don't think this is what you what you were saying. You're excited to get away from the refs, and I feel like Big Ten fans always come up with the excuse, uh, like, "Oh, Big Ten teams they, they choke in the tournament because they just beat up on each other all season." It's such a do you do you agree that that's something that Big Ten fans say? Yes, uh, it's something it, okay. that they say, and I think they it's say bullshit. And it's such, it's such a yeah. lame excuse for underperforming and not winning a championship since what was Michigan State was what 2000 or whatever yes. that was. Yes. Um, it's such a lame excuse for it's like, oh, like the ACCs is just they're just real soft or the Big 12, like, right. Or what, what like Houston, Houston seems like the most physical team in the country and they have been. Yeah. And they just, they're just like, oh, there's, they're, they're, I don't know how they're doing it. It's just, it's weird to me that it's like Big 10 fans are just in their own little bubble and they're like, oh, oh, you're just so tired from all that banging inside. It's like, that's not how the big, that's not how basketball is played anymore. <laughs> no. Stupid. So I hate, I hate someone brought that. I, an Illinois fan kind of casually mentioned that recently. And I was like, that's so fucking stupid. I, I, it's, I get out of here. Like, no, I completely disagree. No, what I, what I'm talking about is I, I want them to get out of that half court game where it's mm. like, you're, you're fighting in the sixties, first team to 70 wins. I just hate that bullshit. It's so boring and I hate it. I hate it. It's the worst uh, so I just want to get out to an, a more open style, hopefully, theoretically, which might not happen either. I don't. I don't even know how Arkansas plays, to be honest. So it could be it could be like a Big Ten game. No, I do not think that um, the Big Ten playing each other either one or two times a year, and <laughs> and you know eight or nine teams qualify for the tournament just because it's a very deep conference. I don't think that is why the Big Ten does not have success in the NCAA tournament. I, no, not at all. I think this year, although this this would be the year that like two teams make a run for no reason. There's just not enough. It's not a lot of good Big Ten teams most yeah. seasons, right? I think right. That's right. it. Like they're all they're all good, uh, but but yeah. but they're not. Yeah, there's not like a lot of exceptional squads. I mean, I think. Pains me to say, but Indiana's 
very talented and could make a run. Purdue could definitely do it because they've got the weirdest mismatch. But it, toward the end of the Big Ten season, teams are starting to figure out how you guard them. And they have two freshman guards that how are they going to be in the tournament when the pressure's on? Who knows? Um, yeah, Michigan State is exactly what they are, as always. Northwestern, seventh seed. That's awesome. Yeah, they're playing Boise State that I think is favored, I'm pretty sure. Boise was like a <laughs> under-seeded 10, of course, so Northwestern got <laughs> fucked. Um, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm sure they're just happy to be there. Uh, that's Oops, not. I so... mean that as an insult. I think no, that's true. Not I think taken. they're happy none, to be there. Not yeah. taken. On behalf yeah. of Frank, not taken. <laughs> yeah. um, who, who do you have winning at all? Who's your click to clit? Yeah, you mentioned him. I'm, if Houston doesn't win at all, I'll be stunned. I'll be absolutely stunned. I, I, I did see that they're the favorites, right? To win it all, I think. That, yeah, wise. they and uh, Alabama are the are the are the two favorites. I think Houston slightly more favored. And Final Four is in Houston. I don't know if that's really going to matter, but that's oh. just an interesting, interesting Ooh. nugget. Uh, they they would have to beat Texas in the Elite Eight, though. I think that that's tough. That's going to be real tough. So. We'll see. I think they've got the best tournament-tested and talented team with a really good coach who does well in the tournament. So I think, um, yeah, I think they're going to be great. I think Alabama people want to hate them because of all the weird, <laughs> the weird shit that happened with yeah. them, the murder and all that weirdness. Uh, yep. But they're if they're past that, which sounds very callous, um, <laughs> then they are. Uh, they're certainly going to be competing for the title as well. I don't know. I think, but I do think it's wide open. It's like, these aren't like the one, when I saw all four one seeds, it's like the ones and the twos are to me almost identical. I don't know. I I don't like Kansas is the defending champ. If Illinois were to play him, I wouldn't be like, Oh shit. We're playing like the 2005 North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah. Let's bring that up. Um, no, I think, I think it's, I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome tournament. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Friday, which is dangerously close as your countdown that you started. I believe, um, the night of the last Dave madness, I believe you, you set an alarm for it, right? Correct. Oh, I set, I set so it hot. 364 days and some change last year. We're down to just a few hours. Maybe I'll give you a live update here while we're while we're sitting here but uh how are you feeling about we're just just went under 85 hours away from the start of dave madness yes how are you dave madness for yeah and you know i'm sure everybody everybody absolutely listens to every minute of our of all of our podcast episodes uh dave madness it's our buddy david no behavior he hosts us he has for the last five years i want to say minus covid um in his garage Rick Fieldsman, Coach Cuse, Dan Doinks, myself, Davey No Behavior, we're the original five, and we start very early, we get very drunk, make a lot of wagers, other people come, sometimes we yell at them and call them cunts, and it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, how am I feeling about Dave Manis? I feel great about it for many reasons, not the least of which is that Illinois is not playing on Friday. Like, I feel like you are going to... Dan, you're going to have all of me on Friday. <laughs> all of you. It's true. And um, Dave Madness, uh, the intro where 
Dan was talking to to Davy No Behavy, by the way, in the intro. That's that's what we're talking about, Dave Menace. Of course. Spoiler alert to Dan, who, who won't hear it back until he hears it back. What? That doesn't make any sense. So no, I like as much as I love watching Illinois basketball with all of you. I get nervous, you know, like two hours before game time, and then I'm a complete wreck, as you've seen during the game, especially in the tournament. And then either I'd, and I'd probably be miserable if they lost. So I feel great about it. I love that Rick Fieldsman's Marquette Golden Eagles are playing because I feel like I, I want to see him with a team that he's invested with emotionally. I've never, like, besides Bears games, I don't think I've ever really seen it. So. That's a side of Rick that I I'm really looking forward to. And Hang then on a just second. all the you yeah, said Bears games. Did we not establish that he watched like under five games this year? So you tell me he's point. watched like six Marquette games this year. What is what does that mean? That's a good point. I was more thinking I had like when I was saying that I had a flashback of the 2006 <laughs> Bears NFC Championship game against the Saints. That's the one time that I think of Rick being fully invested in a sporting event. Yep. Um, of a team that he loves, I yeah I've never I've never watched uh, basketball with him I think ever outside of Dave Manis, but like a team that he likes is what is my point. Do you think he's gonna get nervous? Do you think he's gonna forget that they're playing? Like I, it's I think it's all up for grabs, don't you? Um, I was just actually just gonna ask you if you think he's for real. I, I'm not sure if it's a it's a shtick or not that he's he's hardcore into Marquette. I, I hope he he's is. into it. I think he is. I, okay. I think he is. And Although, they... wait, I got to look up his – so Rick Fieldsman put his power rankings of Friday's games together. I got to see what he where he had them. I don't think Can they you, were number one. They Are they playing Kent State? Who Who's – It's Indiana. Yeah. His, oh, Indiana. His power Kent rankings, State. yeah, he is. Indiana against Kent State is the, the – the number one game he wants to see on, okay. on Friday. Um, I'm sure he's definitely going to be rooting for the Hoosiers. I have a feeling Rick. <laughs> yeah. He has Marquette as his number two game in his, in his power rankings. They are playing Vermont number 15 seed at 145 on Friday. So that's probably, that's a really good time. Good that's time. great. Yeah. Yeah. So he's loose, but not lubed up. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. a perfect time. Cause it can't mm-hmm. be late. Illini last year was a little later in the evening, which made it, uh a little a little weird everyone was maybe a little too loose yeah, um i was which could have been disastrous if they lost we, we almost were there but oh, yeah. um i think the game's laid out perfectly based off what rick shared yeah. um our, our our favorite our favorite player in the whole tournament of course is isaiah wong he's playing on friday who yes. else purdue oh you said purdue's playing as well right on friday they are playing, um, and Rick has them at the power rankings, the 15th out of 16th game that okay. he's most looking forward to seeing, uh, which probably makes sense. But, yeah, um, there's, some, there's some great stuff. Closing out the evening is uh, TCU against the winner of Arizona State, Nevada, <laughs> whoever that is, Ooh, and, okay. and, and Indiana, Kent State. Those are the last two games. Oh, so that right. is going to, be, it's going to be explosive. We can yeah. bet on all 16 games. That is great. Another good reason uh, to not have Illinois or Northwestern playing on Friday. I mean, just it. Everything's coming up Dave Madness, I think. is It is. Mm -hmm. And on St. Patrick's Day, which is just another element of it that maybe will get a little more weird. Uh, New venue this year for those Mm -hmm. of you um, 
first time listeners. I'm shocked you made it this far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Davey No Behavy is uh, recently engaged. He has a new oh, home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we D- Dave seems to be handling it real well. The questions about the setup. He's already <laughs> in the setup process. Um, it's going to be great. The garage sounds like it's heated, if need mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna be great. I don't know what the TV situation is. I don't know what the ceiling height situation mm-hmm. is. But mm-hmm. um, did, should we have ordered a porto potty uh, for this, or were we okay? I think we're okay. There's been enough warning to Dave and his family indirectly uh, that we're there <laughs> and we're loud and we might say cunt while walking into the house right um these things just might happen i i think we're as good as we can be are we going to cater some au jus again this year i wonder wonder what the food situation is does it even matter it doesn't it does it doesn't even matter Mm-mm. no absolutely not i'm 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 pumped i've been looking forward to it who's your champ entire year. who's your who i know you haven't looked at a bracket uh, Purdue. Purdue. Oh, oh, you did. You, okay, yeah. you are standing by it. You are standing by. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Great value. Okay. okay. Great value. Great value. <laughs> Great value. Okay. I All feel right. like I should. Yeah, I should put a a pre-tournament wager in. Houston. Houston feels more fun to root for. Purdue is gonna blow it. Like there's, <sighs> they're gonna lose to somebody terrible. Like this. They could. Edie's gonna get foul trouble they're gonna pull him and then it's all downhill i like i've seen that we've seen this movie before right with the teams yeah. with especially big with men, big specifically yeah. yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. they're gonna choke for sure but um I, I don't do you hate purdue where do you stand on purdue Are no you... i'm very neutral about purdue okay extremely right. neutral yeah yeah I, I i hate indiana i do not hate okay purdue. that's that's fair i, I generally mm-hmm. like i know a few purdue guys like good good peeps like mm-hmm. i like purdue people yep they same. and they they all seem uh very nervous about all their sports teams when they're ever when they're ever good so it's it's i'm kind of rooting for them i I, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing it so purdue's my purdue's my team i'm i'm taking okay. them to win it all okay i love or it. gonzaga okay this is the year Gonzaga's. Are they getting any hype? Or what, what no. Seed, where do they so get this seated? is this is get, there are three. So actually, this this would be the Gonzaga this year, prime mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. a run when nobody expects it, mm-hmm. and then tenth year senior that Timmy guy. Yep, yep, is gonna ready. that dude. I hate that guy. I watched a late night like St. Mary's Gonzaga mm-hmm. game not that long ago. He is the cockiest person of all time, and he we are we're not going to see him again after this year. He's not an NBA player, right? No, like, no, he's there's no way making his money in Russia with Trent yeah. Frazier. Yeah, was to tell Dan Pompey we said hello, Timmy. <laughs> who who is this, Dennis McKinnon? <laughs> who it is? Keith Keith Van Horn. Who is this, Keith Van Horn? You keep speaking of. Is he bringing us weapons? Oh, he's got one in his trousers, Pinocchio. (laughs) This has been the Big Ten Minute with a lot of Dave Madness talk. Thank you, Dan. Can't wait to see you Friday. Grease Tank Frank is up next. Dipsticks. Cats can break your heart. Have you begging, please? Begging, please. 
Ho! Warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits, dip sticks. Max for stappin'. Dip, shits and dip sticks. Lewis Hamilton. Dip, shits and dip sticks. Ferrari. With the owner of Grease Tank Racing. Grease Tank himself. Dip shits and dip sticks. They're done. Red Bull, Red Bull, Auto Sports. Welcome back to Dipshits and Dipsticks with your boy Grease Tank. We've got a lot of auto sports to talk about. All three of the major auto racing seasons are in full swing. We've got NASCAR, we've got Indy, we've got Formula One. I'm not going to waste any time here. Let's get right into it because I know you're excited to hear about it. Starting with NASCAR, the boys headed down to Phoenix last weekend where... Just like Bill, hangs a little to the left right from the start. Right off the bat, uh, quick shout out to Sammy Smith, a uh, good friend of ours. Shout out uh, Tim from Iowa. Got his first win at 18 years old in the Xfinity uh, race on Saturday night. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Going to the Cup Series, William Byron wins in Phoenix two weeks in a row. Now this is huge. For several reasons. One, William Byron's not even the top guy on the team on Hendrick Motorsports. You've got Kyle Larson. You've got Alex Bowman. You've got Chase Elliott. More on him later. William Byron was kind of like the fourth guy to fill in. But it's huge to the fact that he's won two weeks in a row. But not with a little questioning behind his, you know, a little asterisk behind his name. Because two weeks in a row, we've had cautions with the last few... with a few laps remaining, causing overtime. And both times, whoever was leading when the caution was hit, uh, absolutely got screwed in the end. Last week it was Kyle Larson. This week it was Kevin Harvick. So I don't know if NASCAR needs to change the rules on cautions with a couple laps left. Um, I'm a big proponent of if they spin out and they recover and there's no debris on the track, let them run, let the boys play, but I don't make the rules. Speaking of Kevin Harvick, this is Kevin Harvick's home track. This is his domain. Kevin Harvick finished fifth this this week. Shout out to him. But this makes him 20th season in a row with a top 10 finisher better. And he is the all-time leader in wins with nine wins at this track. This is his domain. He is dominant here. It's unfortunate that this is his last season and he retires, but he'll have one more chance to snag another victory at the end of the season. Um, speaking of Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott broke his freaking leg snowboarding a couple weeks ago, so he's going to be out for a good portion of the summer. And we've got Josh Berry filling in for him. And shout out to him. He got a top 10 finish as a sub driver. Awesome. Happy for him. Uh, let's see what's coming up next in the few weeks. Um, Atlanta Motor Speedway. I love that track. You can get 180, 190 mile an hour on a relatively short track. It's not even a super speedway. And then following that, Circuit of the Americas down in Austin, Texas. I will be there this weekend, so I'm going to be off by a week. But that's going to be an awesome road course. Um, that's usually a Formula One super bike course, but awesome to see the NASCARs out there. Speaking of Circuit of the Americas, we got a bunch of one-time, two-time NASCAR drivers coming in. We've got Jensen Button, who's a Formula One world champion. Kimi Raikkonen, 
another Formula One world champion. Jordan Taylor, he, he does a lot of endurance racing. And then my favorite indie guy, Connor Daly. They're all going to be out uh, down at Circuit of the Americas that weekend. Super cool, super fun uh, track. A lot of bumping. You know, if, if you're not a fan of the ovals, this is this is the race to watch. Uh, let's see, anything else with NASCAR? I think that is it. Oh, and then after Circuit of the America, Richmond. Great short track. Can't recommend it enough. They always race at night. It's always It's always a battle down in Richmond. So you've got the next month lined up. It's going to be fantastic. Tune in. It's going to be great. I would not recommend missing it. Let's move on to IndyCar. IndyCar kicked off their season down in St. Petersburg on what they call a city course. Half of it's on an uh, uh, airstrip. The other half is through the, through the streets. This is a super cool track. Long, long straightaways, tight corners, a lot of action. I mean, hell, right on the first lap off of turn three, huge crash. Car flew into the air. Everyone's okay, though, but fantastic racing. The, this weekend um i mean fantastic racing always in indycar indycar has push to pass which is basically a 50 horsepower boost that you get like 150 seconds worth to use whenever you want so if you're if you're buying the car in front of you and you want to get around them hit that push to pass so much overtaking so much side-by-side action speaking of side-by-side action scott mclaughlin and roman Grosjean. I'm just going to call him Grosjean because I can't pronounce his French name. Grosjean, Formula F, former Formula One driver. He was the guy in Haas a few years ago. I don't, I'm sure if you guys watched Drive to Survive, that got into that fiery crash and escaped with minor burns. Well, he's in Indy now. And these two, these two guys were going at it all race. Grosjean would be passing, would be passing McLaughlin. And while McLaughlin was in the pits, McLaughlin would come out and just go side by side with them, cut them off, exiting the pits. They're battling. It's amazing. McLaughlin's fighting him on cold tires. That happened earlier in the race. And so those two guys were going at it all race. It happened again with like 15 laps to go. Those two side by side, bumping uglies. And they collide going into that turn three that I was telling you about. And they both took each other out. Fantastic. Two guys in the lead fighting fighting for first place, taking each other out. Fantastic racing. You saw Roman so pissed when he got out. He was screaming into the tires. I, I think at one point he gave the finger to McLaughlin, but I, th- I think they hugged it out after. But either way, awesome racing. This was a fantastic race. Great way to start off the season, but there is so much more to go on. Um, oh, uh, Marcus Erickson, he won that race. Uh, Former F1 guy as well. Didn't do well in F1. He did win the Indy 500 last year, so shout out to him. Um, he had an awesome pass with a few laps to go when Pat O'Ward had a some sort of mechanical mishap right on the restart. Uh, almost like he stalled or something like that, but Marcus Erickson took advantage, passed him up, and held on to that lead. Well-deserved victory, but this season's going to be fantastic. I you need you guys need to get into Indy, especially with Texas Speedway coming up. First oval on on the schedule. These guys are going to be ripping, going 220, 230 mile an hour, side by side battling. 
After that, they're back onto the street courses with Long Beach, and then we get into then we get into May. May is Indy 500, and you guys know how much we love Indy 500 here. Tune in, Indy. It's going to be fantastic. Shout out to my guy Connor Daly. Hell of a race. You're going to get that win one of these days, and when you do, you and I are going to touch mullets. Now let's finish with Formula One. They kicked off their season down in Bahrain. Um, So many questions in the air. Is Mercedes going to come back? Is Red Bull going to repeat? Is Ferrari fixing their dumb, stupid strategy mistakes? Will Haas ever get on the podium? I hope to God they do. Well, guess what? Red Bull dominates as usual. Max Verstappen with another win. Uh, Dominant 1-2 performance. Guess who got third place? Not a Ferrari, not a Mercedes. Fernando Alonso and his new team with Aston Martin. Alonso, former world champion, dominated the sport. He's still in it. He's finally in a good car. He's out. Of, he's out of the Williams. He's out of the Alpine. He's finally in a competent car. Oh, it's going to be fantastic to see Alonso back out there fighting for a championship spot, pissing off the Merck people. Speaking of Mercedes, oh boy, they're in trouble. They're desperate. For some reason, they thought that the design of their car last year was good. They didn't make a lot of changes. Awesome awesome paint scheme, though. Love the black. But they struggled, and they struggled really, really bad. So bad that they released a letter to the fans on their website now i'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long but i recommend going to their mercedes amg f1 website read this letter and mind you this is mercedes f1 that won eight constructor championships in the last 10 years seven world drivers championships in the last 10 years this used to be the absolute peak the pinnacle this was the new england patriots of f1 just absolutely dominant. Now they can't even get a, com- a competent car. They can't even podium. I mean, it started to all our fans. Bahrain hurt. It hurt each one of us who had into every season determined to fight for a world championship. Like, yeah, of course it hurt. The situation we face right now isn't the one that any of us wanted. No shit. But it's one we have. That's the reality of it. Uh, the simple questions are, what can we do about it? And what will we do about it? Listen, I may be the dumbest engineer on the planet, but I think you need to fix your car. You have Lewis Hamilton and George Russell, who are two very good drivers. Fix your friggin' car. First, we won't panic or make knee-jerk reactions. Now, I feel like you kind of need to do that at this point. I mean, you're panicking. You're putting out a letter on your website. Um, let's see. First, won't panic. Yeah, we talked about that. Second, we'll keep our heads held high and take this journey step by step together. Oh, man, this sounds like, uh, this sounds like one of those paragraphs you read on the back of like an organic chips uh, brand or something like that. Third, we will be calling on each one of you to power us to the front. Whether you're offering criticism or support, 
There's a right way to do it and a wrong way. Basically saying, hey, be nice to us. We're doing our best. I mean, this is fucking comical. We're already hard at work changing on the course for the 23 season. Recovery began immediately after the race, and everybody has a part to play. Are you ready to join us for the fight back? If not, then there are no hard feelings. If yes, then let's do this. God, that is so corny. Oh, man, they're desperate. But got to do what you got to do. So I give them credit. Let's hope the, let's hope it works because I would love to see Mercedes and Ferrari put up a fight against Red Bull, but Red Bull looks like they're dominating. I mean, hell, George Russell, after the race, basically is already giving up, waving the white flag. He said, oh, yeah, Max Verstappen's going to win every race. Just give the title to him now. I mean, that's fucking insane. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, Ferrari's engine blew, so Charles Leclerc is pissed. Um, uh, McLaren struggled, you know, especially with the new drivers. Uh, Logan Sargent did okay, you know, American driver, did his best. But McLaren cars were, were incompetent. Haas struggled, but we still love them. One of these days, they're going to podium, and when they do, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, let's see, uh, Saudi Arabia this weekend. That That's always a fast fast track, very tight, not a lot of overtaking. Expect Red Bull to dominate. Let's see if uh, Fernando Alonso repeats his podium, or was this just a glitch? We'll never know until next week. And then after that, Australia to follow. Australia is a really fun track, a lot of opportunity for overtaking. So stay tuned. It's going to be a long season. goes all the way to November. But stick with me. You've got three different sports to watch. Your Sundays are full from in the morning with Formula One all the way to the afternoon and evening with NASCAR. I mean, this will fill your void in the summer until football comes back. And even then, you've got football and auto sports to watch in, on Sundays. doesn't get much better than that. All right, I think that's it for now. We'll see you guys next episode. Thank you all for listening. Remember to check your dipsticks regularly. And as always, grit meets grease. Dip shits, dip sticks. Dip shits and dip sticks. It's dip shits and dip sticks with grease tag. Dip shits and dip sticks. Vroom vroom. Auto sports. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Oh, Dan, you have a beautiful hat on. This has been great getting back in the lab with you in the western suburbs of Chicago. Zero Doink Season 5 off to a raucous start. What haven't we covered during this episode that you might want to talk about? Baseball. (laughs) Yeah, you're a huge... (laughs) <laughs> Huge baseball guy in March, yeah. I know. That's when yeah, you get yeah. completely ramped up. A big uh, World Baseball Classic guy. Um, the only thing... So I actually turned on a game last night in USA. I think got their ass kicked against Mexico. But the only, that's the first time that I've given it a minute. Forgot Tim Anderson was playing. Um, 
I did notice, and I wonder if you did too on social media, Great Britain's jerseys have been all the rage on, on Twitter. Did not see them, no. They're bad? The, they're hilarious. They're, they're terrible, yes. They look like they came from DHgate. But the way <laughs> when you, you know, obviously got the buttons going up and down the middle. Oh, easy to take off after a game, ladies. But so Great Britain and on the uh, on the left breast, I guess you would say, it looks like it says eat taint. Oh, I'm seeing it now. Whoa. Wait, yes. does that make sense? Does that make eat, I'm trying to Yeah, think. you got it. It yeah? says okay. eat tame, but it could be taint. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. that, that's, I was like, wait, there's not a T at the end of Britain. So I, I had to really catch myself. Okay, I like, so it looks yeah, like I keep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep, I keep, I just Googled Great Britain Jersey and every article is like Twitter roast Great Britain <laughs> World Baseball Classic Jersey. There's a great one here uh, from the U.S. Sun. What is that? MLB fans want to report a crime as Great Britain's <laughs> World Series jerseys are terrible. Whatever, uh, it's that's it's awesome. Great. Yeah, those are terrible. That's who's all I know. who's on the who's on the Great Britain team? They play baseball there. Yeah, I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I just saw a picture of an overweight pitcher with a jersey flapping in the breeze, and I loved it. So great, and yeah, great of me to not catch that. That lack of a second T—that's fantastic. Why do they? Why do they do this? Why are they still doing the World Baseball Classic? I mean, I, yeah, it doesn't capture my attention, and I think if it doesn't capture mine, and I'm pretty sports obsessed, it doesn't capture yours, and you're very sports obsessed as well. Not a great sign, I would think, for the no. WBC ratings, right? No, no, and I saw like. Was, I think one of the European teams as like a car mechanic who's pitching against like Venezuela or some shit like that. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, I, I'm not interested. Uh, no, it's it would like like Mike Trout's gonna like blow out his knee. Then they're just gonna be like, just shut this down forever. This is stupid. That's are they that's just the, so like spring training's going on just without. A handful of big leaguers is that yeah yeah is that weird okay weird super I don't... weird baseball seems cool now from what i read like games yeah. are fast the pitch clock is kind of hilarious and i don't i don't hate it yeah i'm here for that i'm here for <laughs> for under three hour baseball games i'm absolutely here especially if the rules change is uh, rule changes rather completely fuck up a couple of early games. I am here for that. That's gonna yeah. be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I love the chaos. I think the stolen bases are up quite a bit. Yeah. Are there rules against how many times you can go to first as well? I don't know if there's that, but I know the bases are bigger, so it should be easier to you know <laughs> slip a hand in, which is fantastic. Could you imagine if Tony Larusa was still managing with these new rules? He would no. his head would explode, yeah. and he'd still be racist. <laughs> You'd make one more racist comment right before his head exploded. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't damn know. Mexicans change the rules of damn Mexicans. I think is probably what he'd say. Is that what he sounds got, like? Kind of. I got I got nothing on uh I got nothing on baseball though. It's it's fine. too early for that. It's March Madness time, baby, and free it agency. Is. NFL free agency. NFL um, free agency. Mm-hmm. I, what the Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's just a combination of all the countries in that in Great Britain, right? Like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. That feels like it's cheating, right? It's like some t- like like that's the whole like Wales thing and uh, S- Scotland is Scotland a part of that? Yeah, or is that I, the United Kingdom? Like no, no, I'm with you because I don't. It's, is it not Mike, like help us out, Mike? We're so sorry, uh, Mike in England. We're stupid. I don't like. What's the difference between Great Britain and the United Kingdom? Is it oh, where does Ireland fall? Does Ireland fall under either of those? I don't know. I don't know. We're dumb. We're very dumb. Oh wait, Britain is is the country. Yeah, United Kingdoms. I guess what I'm thinking about. It's like they just throw. They're just throwing some countries together and like this mm-hmm. is our team. It's like rural mm-hmm. Illinois schools who are consolidating schools to for for sports. It's it seems like cheating. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, oh, a Wales has their own team, and then other times they're like, we're playing with Great Britain. It's like just mm-hmm. pick it, just pick one, man. You part of yeah. it or not, bro? Come on, knock it off. Yeah, and just, I mean, stop bringing tea to the mound all the time, you fucking yeah. wanker. Are they? Ted Lasso's coming back, right? I yes, this week. That's, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's a hard pivot, but uh, we got there. Um. What else how those toffees? How those toffees doing? Toffees, oh, yeah. Are, yeah. Everton stinks, but they're top out top. of relegation zone. They had a big win last week against Brentford. I think I forgot. Um, they're still bad, but they're they're out of the bottom three as of now, which is great. So, eh, there you go. Ted Lasso's coming back. That's probably bigger news. It is. It is. Jason Sudeikis. He's just. He's like one of us. Um, oh, he's got so many one-liners. Oh, I'll tell you about the time that I got my, my mustache stuck in a butthole. I'm Ted Lasso. <laughs> I love that show. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It is great. A lot of uh, frosted tips, it looks like, from um, a couple of the characters. Looking forward to seeing that. Um, Apple TV. It's a great. It's a great app. You watch anything else on Apple TV? Um, not recently. I did enjoy the show Severance. I haven't seen it yet. Awesome show. Highly recommend it. Okay. Adam. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Yeah. I don't know. I'm picturing from Step Brothers, right? Yeah. And Parks and Rec. Great mm-hmm. show. Highly recommend mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watch I'm it. In. I'm, I'm caught up now on um, Shrinking on Apple. Good, it's, yeah, good. Oh, it's so good. Jason Siegel, not Siegel. Is that, is that about getting uh, out of the pool? It is. It should be. Uh, Harrison Ford, randomly. I thought he might have been dead. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people you'd recognize. Hilarious. Absolutely. Oh. It is like immediately shot up my list of hot shows. Uh, okay. I can't recommend it enough. Apple TV, Steve Jobs for Life. Not, uh, not an Apple show, but. Uh, recently wrapped up season one of White Lotus. On oh, HBO. so good, so good. Uh, I loved it. It's fine. I don't hate it. I feel like it, I feel like it's it's been too hyped up for me. Mm. Like I, it's it's fine. It's, okay. it's a little slow. Um, everyone's a mess. Like well mm-hmm. made, well made. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawaii is very pretty. I like Hawaii. Um, you were offended. Fine. You were offended by the penises. 
I think is what I'm <laughs> no, what I'm never. hearing. No, 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 no. Definitely more of that if possible, if at all possible. More of the peen dogs, uh, unless they're from wooden children. <laughs> Don't want to see that. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fine. I know. I, I think that's, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be a hater, but everyone, like you did it. You're like, oh, I love that show. It's oh. my favorite show of all time. Is what I think what I heard you say. Um, I just, I don't, I mean, it, it's fine. Okay. Did you watch season two? Like I just, I watched I the did. first episode of season two. I did. It's kind of more of the same, but is it better? Is season two better? Mm, I would. I liked one better than two, so I'll be very curious to see how it shakes out okay. for you. Because okay. if it's the opposite, then maybe you and I finally disagree on something. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Okay. I'll keep you posted. Pins and needles and needles and pins. Will our audience wait to hear your opinion on White Lotus? And if we're going to fight about it, I love it. Um, I'm on needles and pins about how the rest of free agency is going to shake out as well as the NFL draft preparation. We'll be back in between now and, and the draft to wrap up free agent talk. Hopefully there's more to talk about. Otherwise you won't hear from us and we might be dead. It's hard to yeah. say. Yep. Mm -hmm. That logo will have killed us. The new logo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I can't wait. Probably next show. We'll probably uh, run through the schedule as well. We'll get predictions on the season. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, one thing we can predict is a victory over the Carolina Panthers. I guarantee you that we're both in lockstep over that. I know we are. I can tell. Dan, an absolute pleasure, a treat. Um, I love you. I don't know if I love you more or less than your your animatron on our new logo. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That guy, I want to talk to that guy and meet him desperately. I'll be honest. Yeah, he's he's seen some shit for sure. <laughs> your your guy looks, he kind of looks like he's on the verge of tears. He does, and he, he doesn't does. cry often. It's like a shock mm -hmm. to him as well how close he is to crying. Um, and I I respect him. I just have a lot of questions about the arm guard or whatever's going on there. That's that's it. So we're both. Uh, very fit, I think, though. Yeah. I would describe us as like, I mean, good for us for right. not letting a, a new relocation down to Florida really mess us up. You know, now that I'm looking at it, the guy that's the white-haired guy that's mm -hmm. supposed to be me, mm -hmm. is he just missing a part of his beard on the, on the right side <laughs> oh, of his yeah. face? <laughs> I think he is. I think he is. That's amazing. What the hell is that? I know. It's, it's not, yeah, it doesn't look like a goatee because it wraps around the other side you of his face, it. right? Yeah, yeah. What, what <laughs> is going on there? What it. were the bots doing on that one? Just close what the gap. The That's, that was yeah. difficult. And what do you think the uh, the sign behind us, what do you think that translates to in English? That's what I want to know. Oh, it kind of looks like it says alcohol or something which would mm -hmm. which would make sense it would i don't know that's what that's actually what creeps me out about these it's just the random like letters and words mm -hmm. it's like a code that means something like we're gonna kill humans these bots are, <laughs> are planning to get us it's like a lot of z's and o's i don't know zoll, yeah. Zoll, zoll, zoll. yeah it's, it makes me nervous yeah i get it i get it. i think 
I think my guy needs a few more pockets above the waist, just a few <laughs> more pockets. I think we're um we're clearly we're sour coming off another Bears loss. I think just looking at yeah, it, for I think sure. that's part of our attitude, right? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Are we on a football field? We uh, might be. We might be. There's, yeah. There's you a could lot be a going on. D coordinator. You got D coordinator vibes big time yeah, about you. Strong Dean P's vibes for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. I have um homeless vibes. <laughs> Complete and utter homeless vibes. But you you look great. I mean thank you. homeless is a guy who's missing half of his beard on his face. So mm-hmm. good point. Okay. I don't know. But well, yeah. This has been fun, Bill. It's good to be this back is... talking bears. Good bear mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Positive. Yes. Yeah. It's it's all coming up bears. We are all the way back. And it's about time. Season five. <laughs> May this be the first good season of Bears football that we've been able to witness as Zerdoik's co-host, buddy. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, our lovely audience, for giving us another spin. See you next time, buddy.